Hola, everyone. I'm Jenny Solans along with my husband, Ben. Hola, chicos. Bienvenidos a Breaking Español. Every week, we share our journey as we learn Spanish, immersing ourselves into Latin culture while raising our young son bilingual. And we hope that hearing our story inspires you to embark on your own language learning journey. ¿Están listos? Vámonos. Enjoy the show. Hola. ¿Cómo estás, Ben? Bien, ¿y tú? Bien, bien. Uh, anoche, or este noche, voy a en Tijuana. Uh-huh. Voy a una la cena, or una cena, con seis platos. ¿Entiendes? Sí, sí. sí. Seis platos con cena para en un restaurante. Seis porciones. Sí, platos. Sí. Platos es más común. Platos pequeños. No sé. Oh. Sí, no sé. Sí, con vino. Vas a comer mucho. Sí, vas a comer mucho, sí. Sí, y... Entonces, um, I don't know, ¿qué más for you? I, I thought this whole show would be a good all episodio total de comida. Bueno, me gusta comida. <laughs> claro. Sí? Okay, mm-hmm. so you'll love the show. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm going down to Tijuana tonight for a six-course dinner that my good friend invited me to. And I was joking because I said, oh, I have my century pass. So she said she was going to drive. And she goes, I know, that's why I invited you. Yeah. Because no one wants to go down that's across the border without putting with putting someone in their car without having the fast pass. Because everybody has to have it. And the car has to be certified. Car has to be certified. You have to have it. Everyone in your car has to have it. So Which they said that you only have to register it online for the car. But as we found out, basically that just means your first trip through, they're going to stop you and inspect. Right. Exactly. So yeah, that should be really fun tonight. And Tengo celoso. And no say celoso. Jealous. Oh, sí, sí, sí. Yeah, you can have Uber Eats and have awesome dinner with you. And then, um, yeah, so you, we talked a little bit about Chile last week. Mm-hmm. And obviously I raved about it. I had so much fun while I was there. But a big part of being there was the food. And also, do you remember when I said that was that was one of the hardest things to yeah, right. understand? Because there's something about food written out on a menu, especially at like a nice restaurant or something, it's really hard to break that down into just like words well, you already know and understand. The, you know, food is such a descriptive thing, right? That's what I was trying to say before. Like they want to use words that are so uh, like, in, like really like enticing, right? And they make you want to eat it. Yeah. So those exactly. aren't words that you typically come across. Learn in class or yeah. use them every day. So yeah, there was definitely times where I would be wanting to, choose something and i think i said like the waitress or the english menu would break it down and i'd go oh that's all it was mm-hmm. like it looks yeah. so different to me for some reason uh but yeah we had this opportunity from rachel had recommended a cooking class rachel was a guest on our show a few weeks back and she had been down in chile and she'd gone to this cooking class through uncorked and this guy felipe was the chef for us and so we met at a market it was one of the first things we did while we got there so we got there on a sunday and we ran to the market the next day. And we were... <laughs> so, did I tell you this? Stephanie doesn't like to cook. Oh, really? No. So, I signed Four me, kids. Right. Doesn't like to cook. No, Jason does all the cooking. Is that why she doesn't like to cook? Because it's like, you have to, no, and you have so many kids. No, she just... That's not her thing. Like, she doesn't like to cook. Huh. So, 
I had asked her a while back, like, if she wanted to do this cooking class. Like, we had some things we were lined up for the trip. And she's like, totally. This is how easygoing she is and why she was a great uh, travel buddy. And she's like, yeah, I'm totally down. So we go and we get there. <laughs> she's like, oh, I don't really like to cook. I'll just – I don't want to, like, do anything. I'll just eat. And I looked at her and I was like, it's a cooking class. Like, <laughs> you're prepping and chopping and cooking. So it was – so funny but how were her knife handling skills because well you know when someone knows that someone doesn't want to cook they like grab them first they're like we're gonna put you on this project so felipe the (laughs) chef grabbed her like first thing and was like i'm gonna have you chop onions oh man (laughs) but so we met at um the market we went to mercado vega chica and it was this grand grand mercado and it was indoors but indoor outdoor you know kind of Mm -hmm. that usual kind of Latin American market, and it had everything from meat, cheese, chilies, vegetables, pre-made salsas that were already made, and um, we had said there's a lot of Chilean dogs everywhere running around town in Santiago, and we had said, like, where are all the cats? All the cats are in the market. Hmm. I don't know why. I don't know why. They're just sitting on top of things. They're running around. There's a lot of – there was um, some fish guys there, so maybe – they get scraps. I'm not sure, but they were friendly, clean, just mm. sitting around. So we were kind of laughing about that. But yeah, we met at the market and we bought a few things there. I should have paid attention to the meat he bought and it would have been a precursor to what was to come. But we got to this really cool little kitchen that looked like they had just remodeled it. It was so cute and modern. And we had a really small class. There was only four of us and we had little aprons in our and our menu, and I just kind of glanced at the menu. I didn't even look at it, and we started cooking. And we did a few things with the salsa first, but then he started to make something. He pulled the ground beef out of the fridge, and he's holding the ground beef, and he throws it in a bowl, and he takes a piece of the ground beef and just pops it in his mouth, raw ground beef. And Stephanie goes, oh, my God, you just put raw ground beef in your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) And And he's like, yeah. She goes, that's so gross. Why did you do that? And he's like, that's what we're eating today. Oh, right, right, so, right, right. This was the, fo- the photo you sent me. Yeah, so we ate crudo de res, which crudo de res is raw beef. Raw beef. And it was mixed with this salsa. So it's much like ceviche, if you're familiar with ceviche or if you're familiar with anything where the lemon juice cooks the food. Here we would serve it as steak tartare, is how you get raw beef in the United States. Ag- totally agree, except steak tartare is slices of beef, isn't it? Mm-mm. No, it's ground beef. Oh, it is? Okay. So I was... Served, it's like... It's like like tuna tartare. It's like served on a little cracker. Oh, okay. I was totally misinformed because when I got... It must be something that I never ordered because I was like, we do not eat raw beef in America. Like, it's uncommon. It's very it's uncommon. It's kind of like a fancy foodie thing. It's a bougie thing. Foodie, foodie thing yeah. and a very acquired taste. And so, <laughs> so funny because we were just like, oh, that's what we're eating today. Okay, awesome. Luckily, we bought this um, big piece of um, hake. It's a. It was Spanish hake, so it was like a big fish, oh. um, and that we cooked. That was really good. But he had a good point. He said to uh, he said to us, he's like, "Well, do you eat raw fish?" And we're like, "Yeah, we eat sushi all the time." He's like, "You're. I mean, that has more parasites and stuff." Yeah, than beef. Th- that is true, and it's something that we don't think about here. I don't know because the, maybe just the Japanese culture of sushi, you know, became popular. And... Would you eat the ground beef that comes out of America? Uh, yeah. Why not? I mean, no, I have. I would maybe eat it from like the markets that we get where you know where the cow lived and that it was only ground together. But like there's been total, I mean, 
there's way too many yeah. documentaries out there. Well, the, the about. big there's definitely different qualities of meat. Here. Yeah. So that's what he said. He said I would only buy it from good quality meat. And me and my friend Steph were like looking at each other like we just saw the market it came from. So, but I think what he meant is it was like fresh. It wasn't sitting at a supermarket in like a Costco. It wasn't a factory farming. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but the their salsa they make is uh, is pebre pebre. Yeah, pebre. It's a Chilean salsa. And I thought it was much like a Mexican salsa, but it had vinegar in it. Mm-hmm. So I'll throw these recipes up because I brought them home. And um, But he called the he called the green chili puta madre. <laughs> <laughs> but she was calling it the holy shit chili, but... We know. won't have that translation. In yeah, the, we call it something page. a little different. So, um, But t- tomate, chile, um, sal, vinegar. No, say vinegar. Do you know how to say vinegar? In- vinagre. Vinagre. Mm-hmm. Y ajo, pimiento, cumin. Ajo is garlic? Yeah, ajo is garlic. And American. Uh, American is this... Chilean spice that's kind of a mix of cumin and oregano, things like that. It's good. I brought some home. I, I don't think I made it for you yet. No, I saw um, that. And then you can use white or red onion, but it was really, really good. It was a like really flavorful salsa that you could make spicy or not spicy. And then that is what they mixed with the ground beef to make puro de res. And, uh, so it had a some bit of flavor. It wasn't just raw Oh, it beef. tasted fine. Yeah, like I tasted it. Um, like I probably ate. He put it in this little cup and like bopped it over on a plate and it was maybe like a cup of a cup full of it and i ate half of it before i saw a little bit too much blood and redness <laughs> to the meat and i was just over it but it tasted just like the salsa yeah and then we made these little um churrascas of course i can't roll my r's on command anymore but churrascas yeah and they're like these little in chile they don't really eat Bread. with chips like mm-hmm. the salsas in the um it's not mexican right no, no. So they do more bread. So everything came with bread. And these were these really yummy little um, breads that we made. And we ate that with the salsa. So it was really, really good. But yeah, cooking class was such a fun experience. I highly recommend it. I, I mean, we've tried doing those almost everywhere we go. And this was just happened to be a really cool Yeah, we one. need to do that in Oxaca again. Oh, my God. I heard that, that was awesome. We'd be cooking with pechitos y hormigas. <laughs> uh, cor- uh, chapulines. Oh, and of course, we made a pisco sour, which if you've followed any of my insta stories like we I'm had not a fan i can't oh, do pisco you're kidding it's it's just sweet and kind of odd to me it's not so, like well, i love mezcal and tequila but i just well i was lucky off. because i'd had so many pisco sours before even going to, down to chile because ben makes amazing cocktails and you had made me a couple yeah we have a bottle well now we have two bottles of pisco well but. i had a bottle of pisco but when i went down there the pisco looked completely different and i was asking about it and um they had like almost like an aged pisco mm-hmm. it was aged longer probably. yeah it was a dark um goldeny color it was really good so the pisco sour is and if you heard our last episode with the lemon lime to me it's with lemon so it's a pisco sour is limon amarillo mm-hmm. so we made a mango pisco sour it was so good so do you do muddle mango and then just do normal pisco sour? Yeah, we had this like really... Um... Oh, it had mango juice. No, no. Oh, it was okay. pureed mango. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. it says mango juice, but it wasn't. So yeah, it's pisco. Then we did some mango puree, lemon juice, mm-hmm. and simple syrup. And then you just take like two tablespoons per sur- per person of egg white. Yeah. And that's what gives it that like frothiness. And we shook it first. Yep. And then, well, you already know this because you're cocktail aficionado, but then we put the ice in afterwards. And it's then called just, a dry shake. Yeah. And then we just did a splash of bitters, and I had so many pisco sours while we were there. They were so good. Almost everywhere made a pretty decent one, too. Like, you know. It's like their thing, right? I know, but you go places where, like, I mean, I'm trying to think of something like, 
Well, sangria is not really. I think once I got to Spain, I realized sangria wasn't really. And sangria a is thing. is Spanish, right? Isn't I don't that know. A I thing? think it's an American thing because our sangria was. We really, just make it different. Yeah, I think we've just kind of maybe adapted it. One of them was they good, but offered, it was like with champagne, though it wasn't really. Oh, I loved that one. Yeah. They they offered all Tinto Verano. Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the food was incredible. It was really good. So you'd recommend going to the cooking class? Cooking class was really Make cool. Make sure you're okay with eating crudo de res. Exactly. And even Felipe was like, why didn't you just tell me your food preferences? And they did. They totally asked food preferences. <laughs> and you're like, I'm went. fine. I'm fine. Oh, I'm not fine. All of a sudden, I'm no longer fine. I thought about all these pre- <laughs> food preferences before I left. I'm like, is there anything I wouldn't eat? And I like thought about it. And I was like, you no, because I'd be open to everything. And then once we got there, I went, Okay, so let's, like, let's not go to Asia and have that same attitude. No, though. <laughs> uh-uh. so I'm like, I like my ground beef cooked. Like I've kind of learned a couple things now about like how, <laughs> like how some food I would like prepared. But um, lots of ceviche down there, and you know I'm, I'm a huge fan of ceviche here. Mm-hmm. But I'm kind of only like when Patty makes it because mm-hmm. it's super fresh. So what I've learned is the longer ceviche has been sitting, I'm not a big fan of it. It's not. It's still good quality. Like it just gets a little bit softer and I don't really love the flavor. So um, the ceviche down there had pulpo in it, which is octopus. Mm -hmm. My favorite. You know, I never really tried it or even thought I would like it until we went to Spain and we had it for tapas. Oh, yeah. And I'm obsessed with pulpo now. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's an interesting texture, but... um, Like when it's grilled just slightly, it's perfect. Yeah. One of our favorite things was honestly just like salads everywhere was so good. Mm. And it's because they are huge growers of avocados. Avocados. Huge growers. uh, They think they have the best avocados in the world. Oh, well. Which I'm like, you're talking to someone who lives in California where we grow amazing, huge. Yeah. But they don't grow the uh, the Haas avocados. They have these smaller ones, which Mm. the smaller ones here we don't like. They taste, I think if you let those small ones go too long, they taste like bacon. Maybe that's like the lemon, the lemon or yeah, lime debate, exactly. you know, same idea. Yeah, so he, their, all their lemons were super, or I'm sorry, all their avocados were super buttery and yummy, but ours are too, the big ones. Yeah. So their the little Haas. ones tasted like our Haas avocados. Gotcha. In California, everyone pays the money, for the money for Haas avocados. And so every salad had a whole avocado sliced out on top of it. Um, hearts of palm they used a ton of and then they would give you lemon wedges and just like olive oil and vinegar as your dressing and then of course tomatoes and carrots and little um did i say tomates on there Mm -hmm. and it was really good and the the girls or there was two other people in our cooking class a guy and a girl and they were from australia and they could not believe how much we paid for avocados we pay less oh yeah which we think we pay a lot no. We pay like two, three bucks sometimes for an avocado. Well. They pay like four or five dollars. Yeah, because they I don't, they probably don't grow them at all. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, so Chile was super big fans of their avocados. And down there they say palta, P-A-L-T-A. Okay. And I think I said that on a couple of their episodes. But palta mm-hmm. was how they said avocado, which is super easy to get it. The minute someone says it, you're like, oh, okay. And they knew avocado, which I thought was really funny. But that's well, because that's like I think. that's the real word for it probably. Yeah, right? in Peru. And Chile are like the only two countries I think that say palta, mm-hmm. from my understanding. Mm-hmm. I might have that wrong, but that's that's what I, I heard. And what about the street food? You know, my favorite. Yeah. Okay. So street food, maybe because I don't love, love fried food. That's why I didn't love the street food. But of course, empanadas. I, I can't even believe I've been talking about Chilean food this whole time without mentioning empanadas because they're- That's our thing, right? They're big. Well, 
Argentina and Chile. Oh, okay. But yeah, yeah empanadas are huge. Now, my friend Steph, her um, her daughter is half Chilean because of her dad. And so Stephanie had been in their family for a little while and had, had empanadas from them. And they come with usually ground beef in that American or that seasoning and a hard-boiled egg and a green olive and sometimes... Inside a, of it? Yeah. Oh, wow. And sometimes a raisin. And they're not huge. Well, she said sometimes they'll make them big, but, you know, they're... You know, I've only had like them... size of a palm. I've only had them here from places, and, and I'm they're just... they're not good. I'm we just not... Yeah, we don't have good empanadas here. Uh, well, not that I've had. There's a, re- there's a couple really good empanada places that I just don't think the empanadas are that tasty. Like, it's I like a hot that. pocket, right? It's just like a hot pocket. I, I mean, I guess I'm just biased. Growing up eating tacos, I'm just like... Mm, it's just not a taco, you know? It's well, like it's not as good to me. I feel like every country has their delivery system of the same kind of product. Right. You know, you have a tortilla, you have some sort of dough, you have like you have a sandwich, like every country we has their... a hot their, dog. Yeah, exactly. We have a hot dog. And so you're, it's like a delivery and that's service for that thing. Some countries have ass, you know? Some countries have ass, yeah. <laughs> so the empanadas... It took probably three days before we found a traditional empanada that mm. Stephanie was like, I can go home happy now. Like, I have found mm. an empanada. So the first few we had were on the streets, and they were just like a fried ground beef or, you know, whatever. And then we were at a really good restaurant. We were at, what was that restaurant called? Boca Nariz. And it was a wine tasting restaurant with really good food, and she had the best empanada there. Mm. And it had, sure enough, it had a little green olive and an, an egg, a oh, hard boiled wow. egg. And the raisin freaks me out, but she says it's good, but they'll put raisins in it too. So, um, uh, and they make like a good salsa with it. Like in Argentina, you'd have your, um, uh, what's my, that favorite salsa I love in Argentina? It starts with the C. In Argentina? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The salsa. With the it's oh chimichurri chimichurri yeah yeah so if I was thinking in, like chips and salsa oh no so if you're in um, Argentina you'd have chimichurri salsa with it and in Chile you'll have like a pebre which is kind of that one with the vinegar in it or like I had a chipotle kind of salsa from there but yeah the empanadas were good not my favorite but that was kind of some street food but the other street food we saw a lot were these like fried bread mm. and it would have like uh, we call it powdered sugar here but I've learned now a lot of people call it icing sugar. Oh, okay. So it would just be dusted with powdered sugar. They had them in little, almost like sopapillas, or they had them... Yeah, yeah. Is this like fry bread? Or No, it wasn't as good. Mm. It was smaller and harder, and mm. I don't know. I didn't, we didn't really like them, but it was just fried bread. But yeah, okay. And then one of my favorite street foods, which I wouldn't really call it street food, was um, fresh-squeezed pomegranate juice. Mm. I had like these pomegranates. He was just squeezing down in the downtown area mm-hmm. by the... It's probably good. Pomegranate juice is good. It was really good, and it's not sweet, which is nice. Yeah, isn't it kind of tart? A little bit. Yeah, not not like cranberry where you're gonna like. Yeah. You know, but it's gotcha. Yeah, and then. Um, what about dessert? Do you get any good sweetness? I know I'm not a fan, but I know you love. Sweets. Yeah, well, gelato and ice cream is a plenty, no matter where you go in the world. <laughs> I feel like, which that's always easy for me. Did they, did they call it gelato? Yeah, just gelato. Really, not gelato. Uh, Elato was, I found that same Elato place we went to in Oaxaca. Oh, yeah, Baidu the, or something? or No, 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 not the same company, but just oh, the same oh, that style. Oh, same style, okay. It's like, what do they call it? Rolled ice cream? Rolled ice cream, or but they called it something else when we were there. Gourmet. Gourmet oh, rolled sure. ice cream. But it was the same thing. Uh, it was at one of the, mm, Bella, Bella Vista. Bella Vista? Yeah, Bella Vista. It was this little area, kind of like that market we went to in... 
in Spain in um Oh, okay. Yeah. Madrid. It was like all these restaurants and all these shopping and a little market and they had a ice cream place in there. But this their little cookies, their galletas. Mm-hmm. That's kind of something that's so S-y right now. <laughs> After listening to our last things, I know the S's have to slow down, but <laughs> don't worry about it. They have these galletas and the dolce de leche dolce de leche is the little thing they'll put inside of it. But I believe I believe I'm saying this right. It's Alpha Jores. Alpha Jores. A L F A J O R E S. And they were so good. Mm. The first place I had them, they were just marginal. But we were in Valparaiso in the hills. And we had this tour guide. And he was like, hey, does anyone want um, a little treat? And for 100 pesos, which is nothing, it's a little <laughs> coin, we got these. I posted a picture of them. I'll post another one. But I kind of thought they were like a moon pie. They were almost What's like a moon that, pie? Like It was like chocolate cookie with like a marshmallow filling. I think mm. that's the moon pie I'm thinking of. It was like a... Making me Hostess, hungry. yeah, it was really good. So the one that we had was little cookies, chocolate covered, and then in between it was sandwich was the dolce de leche. But they definitely made their own dolce de leche because it had a caramely, marshmallow flavor to it, and it was so, so, so good. But everywhere else I went just had the two cookies with the dolce de leche, and it was mm. much more like the ones you get in the little packages. Yeah, yeah. They didn't taste as good, but that place was so good. But mm. yeah, that was kind of the little treats they had. And Valparaiso was amazing. Valparaiso? Valparaiso was so... The food in Valparaiso? No, no, no. Just Valparaiso in general. I don't think I got to really go into in-depth. Do you want to save that for next time? Um, Yeah. How long did we just chat it up? Yeah, let's make this a short episode. I'll talk about Valparaiso next time. I mean, not crazy ton to talk about, but... We said this is all about food, so (gasps) let's stick to the food theme. Yeah, the the alfajores that I had were in the hills of Valparaiso. So, okay, so to recap, empanadas, get one. Pisco, have one. Pisco sours, be careful if what you wish for at a cooking class, if you have any restrictions whatsoever, and have alfajores. Oh my gosh, those are so good. I want to try to make those. Okay. <laughs> Gracias. Gracias por escuchar. Y nos vemos al próximo episodio. Ciao. Hey guys, thanks for listening. You can find full show notes and images from today's episode at breakingespanol.com. We appreciate you listening and would love to see you back here again, so be sure to subscribe now. We have new episodes weekly. Thanks and see you next time. Adios.